0: Welcome, you are listening to the Overseas Life Redesign podcast, where you'll hear fun, relaxed, and inspirational interviews with people who are really living the dream. I'm Don Fleming, an attorney turned alchemist, and your host for the show, coming to you from the tropical island paradise of Isla Mujeres, Mexico. Listen to conversations with courageous souls who've stepped out of their comfort zone and designed a new way of life. They'll share their experiences, wisdom and offer practical steps you can take to redesign your life overseas. Listen and you'll believe if you can dream it, you can achieve it. Okay, I'm here today with Claire Perry and I'm really excited about having her as a guest. She's coming to us all the way from Australia and (laughs) is going to share some uh, great stories about her overseas life redesign. Thank you so much, Claire, for taking the time to chat with me today. I really appreciate it.
1: Uh, Thank you, Don. I'm excited to talk with you today.
0: (laughs) Cool. So um, in in full disclosures, Claire is in Australia with Dustin Clifford, who is my stepson, Tom's uh, youngest son. And I remember when you guys first told us that you were planning on moving to Australia, we were just thrilled to death for you and your new adventures. So If you don't mind, would you share with kind of how that all came
1: about? Yeah. Well, it's kind of funny because I had wanted to go to Australia before when Dusty and I first met, but he had said, you know, really, uh, you know, we just met. Like uh, Australia seems kind of far away for (laughs) starting a relationship. Right. So he asked me to, yeah, that's a little bit of a distance. So he asked me to wait and then randomly enough, we went to a festival where we met a bunch of Australian people and we started camping next to them and talking about how much I wanted to go back. And they offered us to stay with them when we um, came to Australia. And so we stayed with them for the first two months as we found jobs and got settled. And it was uh, uh, because we met them and it was the right time. Dusty was like, yes. Okay. Now, now we have a connection. Let's do this. Wow,
0: that's super yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, now, you did spend some time in Australia, so it wasn't a completely new place for you,
1: correct? Correct. Yeah. So I'm a dual citizen. So I uh, grew up in Australia from the ages of two to 12 because my dad worked all over the world. So, luckily enough, we got dual citizenship because of that. So I came over on my Australian passport. And Dusty came over on his, at the time, it was a travel visa, because if you're over the age of 30, you can't come on a work visa. It's like all these little specific things that we learned a lot about. Right. Um, And so our plan was to go for a year, see if we wanted to stay. And then he decided he wanted to stay. So we applied for the partner visa, uh, visa. Which is $7,000. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, well, we're really doing this. <laughs> um, but it was worth it in the long run. That's what you
0: guys, so I was wondering, because I thought you had said it, originally it was five, but did the price go up? or? <laughs> the price, yeah, the
1: price went up, and what it costs here and what it costs there is different. Oh, so,
0: the exchange rate. because of
1: the exchange rate and everything.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So it was 7000 Australian. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and so you went through that formal process and bit the bullet?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if the bridging visa um, then starts. So once you apply for a partner visa, you get a bridging visa, which is a two-year process, which you continue to send in proof of your relationship. And uh, we, we had a medical thing. We had to show that we're healthy. We had to do a, a police report, show that we haven't gotten in trouble. <laughs> That's and pretty then, Now we're still Yeah, it's very involved. Lots of documents, and then the next part, the final part, will be having an interview, which is obvious that me and my sweetheart Dusty have been together for almost five years. So, yay! (laughs) It'll be yeah,
0: (laughs) looking forward to that. So now it's been—if I memory serves me correctly—it was it's been more than a year, right? It wasn't
1: it like November or something,
0: Yeah, we moved here in
1: November of. 2018 so it's been a little over a year
0: yeah year and a half so the year mm-hmm. first year went well obviously you decided to stay longer
1: yes yeah and, uh, it, it, we came and then I think I went to look for a job my first week <laughs> okay <laughs> because I love to teach I teach yoga and and so that was the first thing that I went and sought out was my new yoga home right and you found something right away yeah. Well, I found something right away because it was easy for me to work because I had the Australian visa. Right. With Debbie, he couldn't for that first year while he was on a travel visa.
0: Okay. And so I know you guys had saved up your pennies and I think sold almost everything uh, before yeah. you left. Um, so you had, you know, that was the means that you had to basically survive for the
1: first year. Yeah, we um, we sold our cars, and that was the big chunk of money for us. We had gotten our flights. We'd made the decision to go to Australia a little less than a year ahead of it, and then we got our tickets. We just looked for flights until we found a really good price and then got right on it and just sold piece by piece, and Dusty sold some art, and I worked oh, as yeah. much as I could.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing the, his beautiful pieces and, um, yeah. and the art shows. Is he still uh,
1: doing any of that creative work still? Or? Yes, uh, you can maybe see in the back. the He has a tree painting that he's doing. And he has this elephant painting. Oh, my he's God. He's doing a lot of painting right now.
0: Isn't that amazing? Lovely. Wow.
1: And that's totally different yeah. from the
0: metal sculpturing that he was doing.
1: Yeah, Totally. So he loves working with wood and a kind of wood art. And so his into nature is all about um, celebrating that.
0: <laughs> well, fantastic. Yeah. So you, you had a particular area, region of Australia is a big country, I know. So you had a particular area that you were going to because of the connection that you made at the festival. Um, mm-hmm. And is that where you are now? You, you, so after two months, it sounds like you got your own place. Is that what happened?
1: Yeah. So when we first flew out here, we stayed with our friends in Maroubra, which is just south of Sydney and close to the beach. It's not as expensive as some of the other eastern suburbs.
2: Okay. And
1: once we got settled with them and I had some income and we started to look for other housing, we air would and bead for a while. Okay. So we would do a month here, two months there until we found we actually wanted to live right by where our friends were, <laughs> so we, we now live on the same street as them. Like the I'm first okay. place that we got, here. yeah, yeah. We're, we're all on Broom Street in Marubra. Yeah, <laughs> just a couple of houses down. <laughs> well, that's good. At least you're you're familiar yes. with the neighborhood, right? <laughs> yes, definitely. Market is close, beach is close, and it's a lot more affordable on this part of town.
0: Okay, okay. so, so yeah, you you mentioned the last time we spoke that your mom had actually followed you to Australia. She was living in Southern California the last time uh, we
1: saw you there. And so um, how tell me how that came about? That I am I'm so grateful that we can be together, especially during these times. It would yes. be really hard to be with my mom in a different country because we're very <laughs> close. Um, so she came out for a visit. Um, and her health wasn't as good as it was before. And so we decided it was better for her to come live with us for a year and kind of get grounded and get some healthy habits. And I could spend time with her and take care of her a little bit more. So Mm -hmm. we're giving that a year and then we'll see where she wants to go, what she wants to do. But it's really special to have family come visit and then decide to stay. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. So did she have a place back in Southern California that... She's no, she house. doesn't. Yeah. Oh. She's, she has all of her stuff in storage, but um she's out here with us and we got her furniture out here. That was easy. and
0: Okay. So she didn't have to go back and and deal with all of that. She yeah. kind of did that before she left. Yeah. Ah, okay. Okay. So there was at the time that she came, she was thinking maybe, well,
1: she- no, sorry. It was a back and forth. So she came here for a holiday trip, like a visit. Okay. And then she uh, and in that month we just realized like the health okay. situation. So she went back home. My brother helped her pack up, get rid of all of her stuff, put in storage, and then she flew out to stay. Oh, which okay. is good timing.
0: Ah, okay. How, yeah. how awesome is that? No, your your mother's a delight, so I know you two uh, are probably just thrilled to be able to spend. Uh, time together. Dawn squared.
1: Yeah. She was, she was <laughs> laughing about when she saw you last time at the the pigeon. What was it? The coop, the chicken coop the, in Newport. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's right. Her name is Dawn as well. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. That's funny. <laughs> so, um, so how, how is, is she doing there? That, how long ago did that happened? She's been there for a while now? Uh, this past November now. So okay. she's been here for uh, four months. Yeah.
1: Okay, and and how's she enjoying her move? Good. We're just we're creating a new rhythm to life just right now, especially with the times. So, right. so we're we're going to the beach a lot when we can. The beaches are closed, but you can still walk, and you can still okay. go to the parks and walk by. So everything's really nice and close by. We just do as much physical activity as we can and keep ourselves positive and occupied. Okay. Good. And lots of cooking together too, which I love.
0: <laughs> How fun! Yeah. yeah, we've been been um, doing a lot of cooking too um, because of the circumstances. In fact, I I just posted yesterday we did Indian food last night and made uh, some lovely dishes and garlic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, you
1: have all this time now, right, to really experiment and do right. like, like, a whole meal. like.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. we always kind of did, but we were sort of camping before because uh, we've only built out half of our apartment. So um, now we have this whole vacation rental place to ourselves um, and the lovely kitchen downstairs. So we figured, yeah, we might as well take advantage of it. So, yeah, we've been mm-hmm. doing a lot of gourmet cooking. So. It's a good good thing to engage in, um, I think, during these times. The nutrition part of it obviously is important, keeping our stress levels down and all that. But it's um, it's it's very therapeutic, I think, to, to do definitely. That. And uh, especially with mom. Uh, (laughs) About 10 days with my mom in February. And same thing. We did a lot of cooking and it was fun. Nice. Uh, Enjoyed that a lot. She's got a beautiful kitchen too. So it's always fun. But um, well, I think um, this might be a good time to take a break. So uh, we'll be back in a moment.
2: Isla Mujeres is a Caribbean jewel off the coast of Cancun. Castellito del Caribe warmly invites you to enjoy our spectacular oceanfront villa located in the heart of El Centro and a short walk to Playa Norte, which is ranked one of the top 10 beaches in the world CastellitoCaribe.com wwca We look forward to seeing you soon.
0: Integrity Vacation Property Management. Trust, Truth, Results. From buyer's representative services to rental market analysis, staging, marketing, and full service property management, achieving your goals is our top priority. Visit our website at www.integrityvpm.com and get our free guide, Self-Manage or Hire, a property owner's checklist of issues to consider. Contact us for a free consultation to see if we can help you maximize the return on your investments. Integrity, VPM raising the bar in vacation property management. Okay. So we're back here with Claire Perry and where I would like to go next is your next adventure, which I know was starting a business there.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Hit the pause button a little bit because of circumstances, but um, tell it, tell us about that, that uh, new business.
1: Well, I'm hopefully signing the lease this week still. So it's a big, um, we signed a lease and then we decided to put um, a pandemic clause (laughs) because you can't open a business if it cannot open. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So we had to be very specific about being able to function as a business to pay the rent, but it had been a long-term dream of mine to open a fitness studio so the first year I was just working and creating relationships and meeting people and and creating um what I like to call a tribe <laughs> sure. because uh, I'm learning from my students as much as uh, I'm teaching them so it's it's really a reciprocal relationship and we're building this family together. So once I've I've made the connections now it's like okay now where do we go how can we build this together. So we found a place and we're working on that. I had a business loan, and it's coming together.
0: <laughs> well, great. Uh, so you you had a, a nice opportunity to get acclimated to the the culture. And are there were there did you find any differences from like you know a yoga or fitness studio in say Southern California versus Australia?
1: That's a great question. <laughs> um, I actually I think I assumed very differently. So I, I assume that. America would be way ahead of the times. Um, and in certain ways, it is. I teach spin, Pilates, and yoga. And in California, the spin is like rhythm riding, dancing on the bike, like it's, it's like a, a party on a bike. And that is just barely starting to hit here. There's only a couple studios that do that. The main gyms don't, they don't dance on the bike. It's kind of old school. Whereas Pilates, Pilates out here on the reformer is mega. It's massive. Like I was constantly learning from other teachers, new, um, just new flows or new add-ons or new ways to make it more challenging. So I'm learning a lot because they're ahead in a way here. Hmm. And then the yoga is just so different. Like, I think that's every yoga studio that you go to, though. Like, Yoga Works is kind of—I um, don't know—it's it's oh, kitty! <laughs> it's how I evolved as a teacher. So, doing my training through Yoga Works, I think it's a specific t- style. Whereas here, it, it depends on like who your guru, who your lineage, who your shamama is—like who you learn from. Right. Um, so there are classes that I can. Agree with, or I can see like the alignment, and and I can relate to. And there are other classes where I'm like, wow, this is totally different than anything I've learned. Some of it agree with, some of it I don't. And so I'm hoping to bring a Yoga Works training out here and teach a Yoga Works training out here, um, to, because I think there's so many different ways to learn and methods to. You're good um, methods to experience that it's nice to have a well-rounded practice and and learn from someone that that has that value you can pass on
0: yeah well and I, and I, I, no I but I like here when I, I moved here you know I, I hadn't done a lot of yoga I'm certainly not a level you are but I one of the things I experienced here that I didn't even know existed was basically um like <laughs> for lack of a better word circus yoga it was like this acrobatic yoga and and like a lot of things that I like was really beyond my comfort zone and and you know you need to be really flexible to do this stuff but I know there's a wide spectrum right of totally yoga yoga practices and and so um you know uh, being in Southern California. Yeah. I would think of that as a pretty, you know, robust, um, community in terms of, of the different types of yoga. But do you find that, um, in Australia it's, it's a wider range
1: or what? what what It's a huge wide range out here, but I think that is also everywhere. Like I, uh, I, I think that you can find the strong, sweaty vinyasa flows, And you can also find the really quiet, really sweet, gentle, restorative or yin classes. And I like it all. So I've been hunting down a huge variety of teachers to be like, oh, who do you recommend? Or because I'm learning. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. There's no limit. There's like, there's no peak to a yoga practice. That's kind of the cool thing too, is that you can continue to find so much value in in even if you don't agree with a teacher's method or you're still learning from them you're still gaining something from it
0: mhm very cool um well it sounds like you're you're really ready to to go to that next chapter of of opening your own studio so Congratulations. I'm so excited to, to hear about that. So um, so let's go back to your, your transition because I know a lot of people you know think, oh, it'd be so cool, but oh, there's a lot of fear involved in taking a, a big um, leap like you guys did. Where tell us, you know, maybe more about, you know, were there any struggles? Were there any roadblocks? I mean,
1: how how did that whole whole thing play out? I think the hardest thing for us was the visa and figuring out the visa Mm
0: -hmm.
1: uh i think it would have been great if we had more guidance or understood a little better because if we would have done the partner visa coming from the us to here to australia it would have been easier than starting on a traveler visa because the traveler visa is a year long and you cannot work while you're on it um and if you're under the age of thirty, you can go on a work visa. But because Dusty, my sweetheart, is a little older than thirty, <laughs> um, so it, we learned from that. Though we're like, well, if we would have known that, we would have done the partner visa ahead of time. But we also didn't know that we wanted to stay for more than a year. Like we wanted to get our feet wet,
0: right? So that's that's the trade-off. So um, so in theory, like you could have done research, right, to find that out. But even if you had, you don't, who knows if it would have made any difference, right? Because if yeah. you, your idea was, I'm going for a year to try it out, then would you have really plunked down that kind of dough, right? And gone through that effort if you really didn't know. So yeah, yeah having the knowledge is one thing, but then, um, you know, figuring out, you know, what, what do we want to do uh, long-term? So I guess that's a price you pay for flexibility, right?
1: Yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> cool. All right. So so aside from the visa, any other um kind of challenges that that came up? Any um I know uh some of the interviews I've done, people have um talked about the 3 month mark that um, there was like this moment of panic like oh my gosh what have we done you know kind of thing and get and then talking about you know by the time you get to the sixth month it's passed and you're over it did you ever have any kind of, of moments like that where you were like oh my gosh what have we done or or yeah. I, I know it's easier way as a couple I think in a lot of ways because you do mm-hmm. have the two of you I think as, as a single person maybe that's a little bit more challenging
1: Yeah, maybe. I think there's an ebb and flow. So I think that because I've moved around a lot, like I moved to New York for two years, I did Vegas for nine months. I, you know, I, I grew up traveling with my family. So I was used to moving. Um, But every time I move somewhere, there's definitely that time when you first get there of excitement and I want to check out the town and I want to tour everywhere and kind of almost be a tourist in a way. Right. And then there comes a time of where you're like, okay, but now I want to feel grounded. Like I want to feel like a local. So there's the hunting down where, where is your new home? Like, and it's not just like the physical place that you stay. It's, it's the, the friends that make it feel like home. It's the, the community, that community. I'm exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So having a community really helped us feel more at home. So really being able to meet new people at work really helped me the most. Oh yeah. And uh, even when friends asked us over to come over and you're like, I don't know you like go, <laughs> because if you go and you just are willing to talk to whoever, then you're going to meet all their friends and then continue to build those relationships. And
0: and um was that a challenge at all or you know I know you you and Dusty are I think both pretty outgoing people but yeah. <laughs> would, yeah. did, was that like did you have to like make yourself do it or was it like oh let's go meet some new people I mean how how was that experience
1: um I think Dusty and I are very willing to meet new people we met at a party so like If we didn't go to that party, we never would have met. So (laughs) so I think the important thing (laughs) is that people, you have to go out and you have to be willing to just be your natural self. And, you know, people will like you that you're meant to, you know, connect with. And if they don't, they're not supposed to be part of your tribe or your, you know, your community. So we just went in our natural state. And there are times where it's really good for me to go on my own too, or for him to go on his own. Because then it, it, we're also being our, I'm not just Claire you- and Dusty. I am Claire. <laughs> right, right. And so you both been able to do that? Yes,
0: yeah. And to have your space? And,
1: for- I think for him, it's been a little uh, different, a little more challenging because he went to the same high school. Uh, with the same group of friends that he hung out with in his thirties. So like they've been together, they've hung out, they still hang out. His two best friends from high school are still his two best friends. So that's really hard. Not having his, his bro crew and he would have guy groups that he would go do yoga, you know, retreats with and that kind of thing. So it's, it's different, but then you got to accept that it's different. Like you're not going to be able to replicate those things and you still have those relationships over there. Like those aren't going anywhere. They're lifelong. Right. But you're just making new relationships where you do different things. You go to a music festival instead of a yoga retreat or you, you know, you find new ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and Dusty had had lived other places as well. So he had had that experience of, you know, yes. making new friends. Yeah. And so, forth. so I think that, especially as we get older, I think that um, resilience, the, those experiences, um uh, really make a difference as opposed to, yeah. that, you know, live somewhere their whole life. And then at an older age decides, Oh, I'm going to make a big change like this. Um, I can imagine that would be much more difficult, um, to do that. So, well, good. Um, so, um, I'm going to, uh, kind of wrap up here, but before I do, um, is there anything that I didn't
1: ask you that you would love to share with our audience? Um, I, I think that Whenever you're traveling or whenever you're going to, um, explore a new adventure, there's a piece of trusting the universe that you have to do where you, you, you can't put all your expectations of this is how it's going to go, or this is what it's going to be like because it's completely unknown. You haven't, you haven't lived there yet and you don't know who you're going to meet or who your new friends are going to be, but you have to trust the universe and go with a willingness of, you know, give it a try and see what happens.
0: Oh that's lovely. I I love that. I think I I just came up with the title of your episode. So <laughs>
2: That's usually what I do
0: for, for people that don't know this. That um, I don't come up with the titles. The titles write themselves based on Aww. what comes out of the interviews. So um, I love that part about doing this. So, well, I'll tell you what. We are just so delighted that you guys are so happy and thriving um, in your new life down under. And uh, we miss you terrible, but we love this um, Zoom function that we have here. Love. <laughs> so, love definitely have to do more of that but um i really appreciate your time today and sharing your wonderful story and i know um you'll be a huge inspiration to a lot of people so
1: we love you thank you (laughs) don enjoy Uh, the rest of your day lots of love all righty
0: this episode of the overseas life redesign podcast was brought to you by our sponsors thanks for tuning in did you love this episode of the Overseas Life Redesign podcast? Then please subscribe to our show and leave us a nice review. It's very much appreciated. We invite you to visit www.overseasliferedesign.com and take the Are You Ready for an Overseas Life Relocation Readiness Quiz? We'd also love for you to become part of our OLR community on Facebook. Thank you for listening.